Welcome to Through Thick and Skin, a podcast about two sisters in business together on a mission to demystify skincare and aesthetic medicine, your online resource for unfiltered truth in a very filtered world. We're your hosts, Erin Jensen and Megan Patterson. You might know us from Instagram, where our business, The Treatment Skin Boutique, has garnered followers through the ever-popular Mondays with Megan Stories series for offering insight on skincare and treatments in an easy-to-understand, candid way. Backed by the expertise of Aesthetic PA, Expert Injector, National trainer and brand builder Aaron Jensen we are here to drop knowledge cutting out the bullshit while making you laugh along the way welcome to through thick and skin podcast my name is Megan Patterson and I'm Aaron Jensen and we are on episode number 38 yes 38 <laughs> still in our laundry room yeah. recording but yeah. it's all good yeah what's good what's new um I uh I fell off the toilet today <laughs> <laughs> I did that. How? You know, I would only bring this up if it was skincare related, right? You're slipping and sliding. I was. Okay, so I've been aggressively using our aromatherapy body oil. Mm -hmm. So what I do is I mix it with my body lotion. Like I get so I've been very good with my like self-care, like start to finish. Um, I do my dry brushing. So I've been trying to work out. I do my dry brushing. I've been trying to take like a cold shower because it's supposed to like invigorate you. Oh, I've and heard I, that hate cold showers. So mm. I get like 30 seconds in. Um, but then I get out. So I've been really trying to moisturize and oil my body. So I'll do like, I take like three pumps on my legs and my butt and my arms. And I totally went down to pee and I was so slippery. I slipped off and fell down off the side of the toilet. Well, but there's not much room on the side of your toilet. Well, I kind of like, well, like onto the wall. Yeah. It reminds <laughs> me of like using the bathroom at, at Raging Waters when you're like in your bathing suit and you're like, oh, <laughs> Before ass gaskets got stuck to your butt, you know? <laughs> Did nobody use them like toilet protectors at at Raging Waters? No. no. Do we talk about how I work there? Yeah, we did. For some people who are like raging waters, it's a it's a SoCal thing. Mm -hmm. If you're not from Southern California, or the ten to ten and fifty seven meet in San Dimas, that's such a, a like a sad motto, like a tagline. Like, is that all you got? Is like your location where the all the three freeways meet? Yeah. Not like it's a raging good time. It's centrally or like, located. Or it's like wet and raging. No. Oh, it didn't open at all this summer. Yeah. Everyone's Noah Code Brown's in the pool floating around. Yeah, Code. That's poo poo. <laughs> <laughs> I had some good times. I was tan and I ate French fries like and fruit for lunch every day. Because that's Vegetarian what you can life. do as a teenager. Yeah, seriously. Everyone like hooked up at Raging Waters too. Ew. Well, like the lifeguards. Wait, like you hooked up with lifeguards? <laughs> no, I, I didn't. You know, yeah. I was like boring and studying or something. Yeah. But anyways, yes. Yeah, so I survived my toilet fall. Mm -hmm. But we're going to talk about some <laughs> physical trauma. That's a way to lead into it, right? <laughs> Today. Today, Megan is going to tell the story of how she got hit by a car. <laughs> and you might all think, what the hell? Like, why are they laughing about it? Like, this is kind of what? I'm so, it's so funny. Megan got hit by a car. The way you say it. Yes, I got hit by a car. I, it's story time. My story times are probably the most popular episodes that we we deliver because I'm a great storyteller and I have a really colorful past. You really do. Peppered with adventure. <laughs> so let's talk about the time I got hit by a car. And no, I'm not talking about. You know, like it like nicked me and I kind of fumbled around and my backpack fell off. No, I got T-boned by a Prius, okay, and flew off my scooter and broke my arm. And no, this wasn't a scooter 
that um like a bird you know those annoying oh, ass everyone gets hit on those now oh yeah no um i have a friend who uh we were we were at this um like concert in the park and i saw and he was like see you later and he cruised off on a bird next time i saw him he broke his arm because somebody <gasps> had hit him oh, my on the gosh. bird and he when he went to the hospital the er was like oh another one yeah and well, they're are like, you supposed to ride those on the street or on the sidewalk i don't know i think you're supposed to ride them in, in the, the street. street yeah i don't think you're supposed to ride bicycles or anything on the sidewalk yeah but if there isn't a bike lane like you're just in traffic yeah i rode and them it was once a hit and run too no it just they're sketchy they go fast they're super sketchy i'm sorry i'd rather walk yeah I, it's way safer on my patas on my feet so is that what feet is like like a pause like, oh okay like a duck pata you yeah. know um but pata or pato i don't know all my spanish speak is like it's um pato man so get it right but anyways we're gonna talk about that one time i got hit by a car um so let's take it back to the year 2007 um you guys already know that i got sober in 2007 uh when i was 21 um and i already talked about my adventures as a a young sober person but this was like shortly thereafter so i got sober in april of 2007 right i was in san francisco i was a full-time college student but i was also working as a waitress at the ferry building uh which i don't know if you ever visited me there is that where you worked at the juice bar yeah too? Yeah. Exactly. Oh, yeah i worked there and so, it was a 19 dollar orange juice or something yeah something like that. Well, it was farm fresh to you oh yeah farm fresh like to you original. is now a huge fruit food delivery mm-hmm. but when i worked for the company it was just a uh, brothers and it was a family mm-hmm. farm they had they sold lavender and like super expensive organic heirloom tomatoes yeah. and they had a juice bar they were a very nice family i liked working for them um it was a little shocking though to just ring up i swear to god a 15 dollar heirloom tomato it was gorgeous. It was like stunning. Like you'd want to like frame it, like eat it though. It was crazy. But that this was like in the era of San Francisco before it got super um, just uh, like saturated. They didn't with... have organic foods everywhere. Well, it like, was. San Francisco's yeah. been ahead of the curve. They've yes. been into co-ops and hippie shit forever. Mm-hmm. So, you know, but it was just more like I think tourists were just really, really shocked at like all of our fruits were organic. You know, all the fruits that we made smoothies were from their farm and stuff like that. So it was priced to mm-hmm. match, you know? Um, so yeah, I got some really nice lavender bundles and whatnot. Um, so I'm just trying to set the scene, you guys. So I was a full-time student at San Francisco State. I was working as a waitress in um, the Ferry Building, which is this really cool building on the Embarcadero in San Francisco. A, a boat actually comes from like Sausalito, like it pulls up and then you dock and then boom, you're in this amazing food hall that has like oysters and cheese places and what champ caviar bars, you know, uh, bakeries. And I worked at the juice bar. So anywho, um, I when I got sober, I was like, you know what? I'm not spending as much money on drugs and alcohol. I think I'm going to buy a scooter. <laughs> I was like, you know, what? I could afford a scooter. Like a Vespa. Uh, yes, or, okay. exactly. It was a knockoff Vespa. I couldn't afford a real Vespa. What color was it? It was blue. It was like a, it was a Yamaha Vino. Okay. A Yamaha Vino. How appropriate. Yeah. Uh, I mean, maxed out at like maybe 55 miles per hour. That's I, pretty I, fast. Well, I tested it. I didn't know. So I never took it on the freeway, right? I never Can took it. Can you? No, I took it on. I drove it through the Presidio, which uh-huh. gets really fast. The Presidio is this park in, by the uh, Golden Gate Bridge. And I would drive from the avenues um, and I'd cut through the Presidio to get to like um, the marina. Mm-hmm. And I told dad that one time and we drove. I was like, oh, I like to drive this on my scooter. And dad was like, you fucking drive this on your scooter? Like, this is way too fast. And I was like, oh, well, I just if they honked at me, I just I was like, fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> I just flip them the bird. And I was like, we like enjoying my scooter. So 
Vespas with bigger engines are are meant to go on on the freeway. Oh, a Vespa is a bigger, stronger, just, more robust scooter. It looks the same. Got it. Mine is just like the you know Dollar General version of, <laughs> of Vespa. Did you have to kickstart it? Uh, no, no, I didn't. It was just I put a key in and then I flipped a button. Okay. And so, anywho, um, I so yeah, so I was like, you know what, I'm not drinking. And I, you know, I don't have to worry about driving. I didn't have a car when mm-hmm. I was being wasted in San Francisco. I always took taxis because they didn't have Uber back then. So, um, or I walked home. So anyways, I'm like, I'm good. I can afford like a $45 scooter note a month. So I'm like, fuck it. Like, I'm going to go buy a scooter. So I got a scooter and I was zipping all over town. It was so much fun. I swear to God, like I had a blast on my scooter, even when it was raining or cold or whatever. So I'll never forget that particular day. It was a gorgeous San Francisco day, which there's maybe a handful Mm -hmm. of them. They happen in October and March, very random. But I was like, God, it's a gorgeous day. I happened to forget my cell phone that day for whatever reason. I mean, that's because social media wasn't as popping. So I was like, ah, I forgot my cell phone. And I was leaving work and I was like, I want to like take my gloves off. Like I want to like take off. I don't want to wear my jacket because I wanted to feel the warm breeze and stuff. And I was like, nah, nah, I'll still gear up. I put on my leather jacket. I put on my leather gloves or whatever. That's to protect yourself. To protect myself. Exactly. I mean, when I see people on scooters and motorcycles and flip flops, I'm like, say bye bye to your pinky toe. (laughs) When I see dudes in tank tops riding motorcycles, I'm like, say bye to your nipples. (laughs) Because these guys, they think they're so badass. They think they're so fucking good and night riders and rough riders. And like, I'm a great motorcycle rider. Oh, motorcycles are so you could, awful. You could be amazing as a motorcycle rider, but the, but the you know, dummy behind you yep. didn't see you. You yep. know what I mean? So, but don't get me wrong. I love riders. I love bikers. Like, you don't understand the freedom until you experience it. And mm-hmm. I experience it on a 45 mile per hour scooter. So I get it why dad and my brother love motorcycles, even though they both have been in accidents. Broken backs. Yes, respectively. Yes. Broken ribs, broken backs. Both my dad and my brother have experienced that. Yes. And they still ride because they fucking love it. Yeah. So YOLO. So I'm riding my scooter home. I'm literally like, wee, this is so much fun. And I'm going up Cathedral Hill. So um, in San Francisco, the Fairmont Hotel is at the top. I think you've stayed there mm-hmm. before. It's yeah. at the top and it's it's super steep. And I was on California Street and I was just cruising and, and a bus pulls over, a Muni bus pulls over. And so I like go around the Muni bus, right? And, I'm, and you're in a lane at this point, right? Yeah. So um, I'm like, can I talk about this? Yeah, the case is already closed. So I, it's been like <laughs> 10 years since I, anyways, I'll get to my legal case with this. So the, you know, it's a, it's a, like one lane, yes. right? It's one lane going in one direction and the bus pulls over to the side. So I could go around it. Yeah, there's room. You're there's not room. going another lane. No, I'm not cutting. I'm not splitting. None of that. So I go around the bus and uh, where the bus was parked, they kind of stopped right at the intersection of this little alley. Mm-hmm. So there was an alley where somebody could cross like, you know, east and west where I'm going north and Got south. It. And you're on the main street. I'm on the main street. So I'm cruising and, you know, I uh, I kind of look both ways, right? And I don't see anything. And I go. And then all of a sudden I see a hood. Like I look down and I'm like, there's a hood. I'm, I'm on a hood right now. And I kind of black out, but this Prius, I couldn't hear him, obviously. It's fucking electric. That's so true. Yeah, no, I didn't hear him. You couldn't hear like No, an and I have a full face, yeah. I have a full face helmet. So, you know, I don't hear much, but, you know, Priuses just go like, <laughs> so I Superman off my bike and I land on my left wrist 
You hit the hood, bounce off the hood. No. So his hood hit the side of my scooter. Okay. And so he hit me. I flew off onto the street because you got pushed the other way. And I was like, wow. I supermaned, landed on my arm. And I just remember tumbling over to my back and being like, dad is going to fucking kill me. Like, my dad is going to kill me. Like, my dad is going to be like, you idiot. Like, you should have known better because he rides motorcycles and stuff. And I was just, like, so nervous and embarrassed about, like, what my dad was going to say. Like, what an amateur. And then, like, this woman runs up and she's like, I'm a nurse. I'm a nurse. And um, and she's like, are you okay? And I was in shock. You know, I look at my left wrist and it just, it's limp. Ugh. It's like a limp Ugh. little string cheese. Did I don't it hurt even... at that point? No. I was in complete shock, shock, but it looked, and I have a, I had a really badass leather jacket on. So it it wasn't like forever 21 leather jacket. It was like a riding jacket. Legit. And so it was, it was still supported and stiff. And I'm kind of, I'm I'm mortified. I'm more mortified than anything. You're like, who's looking at me? Is traffic stopped? What's going on? The nurse. She was like, I'm a nurse. She's like, um, you know, like, and the guy who hit me pulls up and he's like whoa and this older gentleman you know like just older gray-haired dude kind of not sure what to do and i'm more kind of like i immediately think logistics like how am i going to get the scooter out what shop can i take it to do i know a motorcycle shop up here what the fuck is it salvageable like i don't know should i should i recycle it like i'm thinking logistics. you're not thinking about your broke limp ass wrist no. in your leather jacket at this no. point and then i and then I, I start to i'm like i start to try to like get to work where i'm like i gotta fix this and i like push my weight up on my like I push myself up to get off the ground and then that's when I realized like oh my god my arm's broken and they're like let's call an ambulance and I was like hell no I was like you're not calling an ambulance no 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 no. I will walk to the hospital before you call fucking five thousand dollar ambulance that is um growing up like lower middle class like you know what you don't spend money on no like a a ambulance ride a thousand two thousand dollars fuck that no my legs are working Exactly. My, my arm isn't working, but my yes. legs are working. Yes. Like most people are like, oh my gosh, like you don't know if you hurt your head or your neck or a spinal injury. I'm yes. like, I am talking in complete sentences. It's a year 2007. My name is Megan Patterson. I got enough cognizance to walk to the hospital, right? Yes. And they're like, are you sure? I'm like, I'm very, very sure. I cannot afford an ambulance. Okay. I'm on student loans and frozen broccoli. So <laughs> please don't. And then the dude who hit me was like, I'll take you to the hospital. So... They, the strangers, these good Samaritans push my scooter to the side in a pile. They just like sweep it to the side. And I'm like, well, fuck, I'll figure that out later. So it's on the street. You yeah. left the scooter on the street. Yeah. They, like, somebody, it's just some dudes that were walking by were like, I'll put it in the grass for you. And they just like put it on the side of the street. Okay. <laughs> and I was like, well. Like I'll, a note, I'll be back at the hospital. Yes. BRB. I'm like, if you're BRB and Pat, I will be back soon. So. I am, I mean, I get in the, I get in the Prius and I'm like, what am I doing? Like, what has my life come to? I am in a car with the man who hit me. What do we talk about? What kind of small talk do we talk about? Should I divulge like that? I'm a student, like where I'm from. It was so fucking awkward. And I, I mean, I was in shock. Like yes. I was in, I was in utter pain, but How I was in crime. How long is this? I, the hospital was right around the corner. Okay. Thank God. Thank God. It was maybe a five minute. Did you get his rent. name? Yeah. My lawyer did. <laughs> but did you get his like exchange information before he dropped you off at the ER? He like waited oh. in the hospital, which oh. made me feel bad when I sued him because <laughs> like, so he, he okay. takes me to the hospital and he's trying to have small talk. And at that point I was like, listen, bro, like my arm is in pieces. Like I don't want to chit chat. And sure. I think he just felt bad. Like of course, I, yeah. I put myself in his position. Like if I hit a person, I would have nightmares. Yes. 
over it. Yes. You know, he's a, he's a good person who made a mistake. Yeah, exactly. So, um, he, so then he drops me off and remember, I don't have a cell phone that day. Oh shit. I don't have a cell phone. Nobody knows what happened to me. I had to think whose number do I have memorized? I only had grandma's number memorized and my friend Jamie. So the only number I knew for my family was my grandma. I didn't want to stress her out, so I didn't call her. So I called my friend Jamie, who lives in San Francisco, and she picked me up. I get there. The dude drops me off. They take me into the ER. They give me a Norco, and I wake up with, like, a stint. And they're like, okay, come back. A splint. A splint. There you go. A stint's, like, in your heart. In your heart, yeah. (laughs) So I I have a splint, and the the dude's like, yeah, you're going to need surgery. And I, because I broke my wrist, I broke my, I got a buckle fracture when I was like 13 from snowboarding. So I thought it would just be like, wrap it and let's roll. Yeah. No. They're like, we got to get you. And I, I'm just thinking like, how much does this cost? I was just going to say, I would, I would think that I too. would be like, what do you mean? Are you sure I need surgery? Can I get a second opinion? Maybe I could rub some essential oils on it and that will heal itself. Like, are you for sure I need surgery? Because although I was still under my parents' insurance because I was under 26, I just like... I was just raised to believe like that, like I can't afford it or I, I I can't, I can't get it. Or it's like, I should do something cheaper. Yes. Yes. So anyways, my friend picks me up and she's like, oh my God, Megan, you know, and, um, I stay with her for a few days and uh, then I have my surgery and this little old surgeon puts a pin in my arm and I have a surgery. I have a cast up to my armpit. So it was one of those hard casts. Yes. And so this is, was in your wrist, like down by closer to your hand. So it wasn't mm-hmm. in your forearm. No, no, no. It it's where like the little bump on your wrist. Yeah, is, exactly. Like in that area. Yeah, ex- because of how I landed. Yes. I like broke my fall by like supermaning. Like the way they tell you not to fall when like you, you snowboard. you landed with your hand extended. Yeah, yes. exactly. Yes. And so um, the doctor put a pin in. I had a cast in like San Francisco summer, which San Francisco summer is not cute. It's muggy. It's cold. I literally, I had like a puffer jacket and I was so frustrated. I cut the I sleeve off. That. Yes. Cause you couldn't fit the cast. Cause I couldn't fit the cast in it. And I yeah. was like, this fucking sucks. Yes. And so here I'll give a little medical side. Like why would she need a cast all the way up to her shoulder because of her wrist. But anytime you move your elbow, so your, your forearm bones go all the way from your wrist to your elbow. So if you twist your elbow, you're going to actually be twisting the bones that are in your wrist too. So you had to be fully immobilized in order order not to move it. Yeah. Also, when you break bones, if they're close together and lined up, they can just heal on their own. But when you fractured it, the fractures were totally off. So they they had to be reset in place or you would have had a fucked up wrist for life. Yeah. So yeah, it's just like a lot more that went into it. Yeah. And this wrist had been broken before. Oh, it was the same wrist? Yes. Oh. It was, I mean, I'm right-handed, thank God. So it wasn't my dominant hand, but still, nevertheless, it was frustrating because I couldn't, you know, shower properly. I mean, you flew up. I did. To see me. I don't even know what you were doing in your life at that time. It was 2000, like July, I think it was July, 2007. I was in PA school. Yeah. Getting married. <sighs> I have time for you still. I know. Sis. Thank you. It means no, a lot. I just remember going up to to help you like move or wash your hair or something. You just you I think you flew up to wash my hair seriously. Yeah. Because yeah. I lived with three crusty, stinky ass dudes that were so whack. Oh yeah. And yes, I was like, yes. I was not gonna let any of them touch me. No. And, and this is like pre blow dry bar and all that good stuff. Totally. Like, you know, I could I could probably hire somebody could to like dial a nurse that could like come by <laughs> and blow out hair. my hair and put my bra on. But yeah, I couldn't put a, I had to put snapped front bras yes. on. And so I ended up, so yeah, Aaron was kind enough to fly up to San Francisco from LA to wash my hair. And, um, yeah. And so I 
took the guy to court. I sued him. Yeah. And I'd never done that before in my life. Um, because what happened was I I had a I flunked summer school. Oh yes. It was I such a bummer. That. It yes. was a, it was a I was in an accounting class that like I needed to graduate. And um because it's such an accelerated program, my surgery week, I missed three classes, which is the equivalent of like a month. Mm-hmm. And I went to my my um my professor and explained to him, and he's like, Oh my God, that's awful. You're failing. <laughs> You're like, <laughs> he was like, like, do you see my broken arm? He like, was just one of those like very straightforward, you know, like uh, he was like a finance professor from, you know, like, uh, like, uh, you know, Turkey or something where he like, just mm-hmm. didn't fuck around. Yeah. He was just like, I, I don't know what to tell you. You're failing. You get big fat F. <laughs> and I was like, but did you get the? And he's like, can I get a doctor's note? No. He's like, there's no, he's like, I'm sorry, but just take it again. And so I like threw myself out of his office and I was like, what? <laughs> Like, this is ruining my entire life trajectory. Like, this is so awful. You know, like, why did this happen? Blah, blah, blah. And how was I supposed to be a server with a broken arm? Oh, shit. How was I supposed to make smoothies? Yeah. How, I mean, luckily my, I mean, I don't know if it was even legal or hygienic, but like, I pretty much just act as if I had one arm. So I put the fruit in. Yep. I would like, you know, like open up beers because we served sandwiches and beers and stuff. I would open it, you know, off the wall. And like they were kind enough to let me work for them to continue to work for them. So, you know, uh, that says a lot after employing people and like the excuses I get why people can't work. You know, like "Mm." I had a broken arm and I was chopping cantaloupes. I know if Megan can do that, you know, I needed that paycheck, too. But, you know, it sucks. Like, you know, I never rode on a scooter again. After that, because it was just for me, you know, it's crazy. This might be a crazy thought. I'm like, if I get back on a bike, it needs to be a badass fast Ducati. You're not going down on a Yamaha Vino. No. Well, because I, my, my thinking behind it was like, if I had more speed, if I had more balls, I could have like out of the sitch. But instead I was like, and then it was like, and then the car hit me. Like I could, if I had a faster reaction, I could have popped a wheelie and like, boom, on my sexy no, ass you Ducati, harder into it. No, no. Ducati just looks so badass. If you've ever they seen do, a, a, a female in like a full like leather bodysuit on a Ducati, like even I get horny because <laughs> that shit is so hot. Like guys in Ducatis, I'm just like, puppy. But anyways, so yeah, I took the dude to court and just sued him because I wanted my my surgery bills paid for. Yeah, I wanted my justifiably surgery. so. Yeah, that's I was like, I want you're my- not trying to be like Larry H. Parker got me two point one million out of it. <laughs> if Larry H. Parker was in San Francisco, I probably would have hired his team. <laughs> but no, I wasn't trying to be punitive. I was just like, bro, like mm-hmm. cover the cost of my junked scooter. Yeah, cover the cost of my surgery. What happened with the scooter? Did you go back and get it? Oh my god, I ended up like being nice to some apartment building, and I was like, hey, psst, can I like park this near the trash cans? And they're like, yeah, yeah, whatever. And then I got one of dad's friends like had a truck and picked it up. And then I. um, But it was there when you came back after the hospital. It was still there. Laying on the grass. Still twisted, still scrapped. Wow. Um, But yeah, so that was just like a whole other nightmare. And so, um, yeah, it was a really frustrating experience. But what's funny is that so I sued him and we settled. They were trying to get me for some for being at fault partially. And that's when I told the lawyer, I was like, just settle. Let's just take the money and walk away. Like, I don't want to take this to court. Like, are you kidding me? Um, My lawyer was super. She was she looked ragged like she looked like she worked (laughs) really hard, you know. And so we settled and I got a like 
30 grand or something like that. Mm -hmm. So yeah, I covered everything. I had a little leftover change. So I bought a car <laughs> instead of a scooter. That's good. I bought a car. I bought That's an smart. SUV that was caged, you know, with airbags. And um, that was really nice. And then, yeah, I just, I bought some turntables, which turned into a whole other story that maybe I could talk about it at another time. I think that's the coolest part of the story. Yeah, yeah. The coolest part of the story is that after getting hit by a car, I got money to buy turntables, which turned me into a DJ, which led me into a DJ career. But a lot of you guys don't know about that side of me, which maybe one day I'll, I will go into detail. But for now, it's just me and my scooter. So when people are like, oh, like, tell me something unusual about yourself. And I'm like, well, I have a twin brother. I got hit by a car. <laughs> survived. I lived in Mexico. Yeah, I lived in Mexico. I speak fluent Spanish. Those are the fun little quirky, you know, yeah. things like getting to know me about me. Um, but yeah, it was something I would totally I mean, not to say I want to get hit by a car again, but like. Out of all the things that could have happened to me, mm -hmm. I'm very grateful. It was just my arm and my left arm. Yes. So my wrist is way, no, my right wrist is way more flexible because yes. I had to compensate. When I was doing physical therapy, he would have me do a push-up, which I can't do a push-up even when I'm not broken boned. You mm -hmm. know, like I need a lot of help, but I'm still very, very stiff with my left hand. Yeah. And also- You can't extend it. No, back. like when I do planks, like I got to do it on my forearms, yeah. you know? Um, and so, yeah, I can't extend it. I have a badass scar. A really cool scar from it and yeah when the doctor pulled the pin out he didn't even tell me he was just like hey megan how's it and i was like <sighs> and he's like oh i forgot to mention i'm taking your pin out and he like got pliers and just <sighs> yeah it felt so fucking weird you know what is crazy so i was a cast tech before i went to pa school and we, we would pull pins out they come out usually so easily they just like zip right out yeah that's what it, you didn't feel like my bones like like no. shaking or crunching Sometimes or anything you do have to like no, he knew what he was doing. I honestly think it was his last surgery. He was so old. <laughs> I think he retired. But he did a good me. job. Yeah, he right? totally did. Yeah. It's it's fine. The scar was pretty. You know, I'm for I have a tattoo on this arm, and I'm fortunate that he like maybe Let me see it. So you guys can't see what we're looking at, but see where he chopped me. He could have done it interior, but he probably did it on the outside to avoid my veins. Or just maybe no, with a bonus. He didn't give a fuck about your scar. It was just better to come from the top of your yeah wrist. he was an old dude he's like i'm gonna fuck up her dumb tattoos <laughs> no but he didn't cut into my tattoos i have tattoos on my my yeah. forearm on the inside but the where he cut me is on the top yeah. you so this is right before my wedding and i think oh you had to wear a, a splint on up my until wedding, or like you took it off during the ceremony or something like that yeah i that i remember that being a big concern too it's so funny i'm not worried about like being broken i'm worried about like I can't afford an ambulance. My sister's going to hate me because I'm ruining her wedding. You're not worried about yourself, but you are worried about yourself. <laughs> yeah, I am. Well, I'm worried about like now my career is fucked because I didn't pass my finance class. And now that's going to make me not graduate until 2009. And blah, blah, blah. But yeah, I remember the, um, yeah, for your wedding, I wore, it was just one of those Velcro yeah. little splints. And then uh, I could have like off. bedazzled it or something. Nah. Matched nah. the dress. Matched match the BCBG. Um, I know. I still have that dress. Wedding dresses. The, Those were pretty good bridesmaids dresses. Oh, I would have totally like, reworn them. Yeah. It's just, it's a little tight in the waist these days. <laughs> so I have it in my closet for when it eventually does. It was a little short on me too, but... It was a great yeah. wedding dress. So yeah, that those pictures, I've put a, put them up on the Instagram before. Pictures of me at Aaron's wedding. I had a freshly healed broken wrist yeah. from you that. You survived. I did survive. And now you're thriving. I'm, survi I'm surviving and thriving. <laughs> so that's my story so, about being hit by a car. If, uh, yeah, um, Megan can survive getting hit by a car. You can survive anything. If you can survive 2020, you can survive anything. Yes. Si se puede. <laughs>
So thanks guys so much for listening. Make sure to follow us on Instagram and also check our Apple podcast. Check us out on Apple podcast and make sure to review us there and also follow us on Spotify. Thanks so much. Bye. Bye.